And we back. This is the His Cape Not Yours podcast. This is His H-I-S C-A-P-E Not Yours Podcast. <laughs> 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 little intro for y'all, a little something, something throw y'all off a little bit. Uh, we feeling good today, Saturday, nice day out. Nice day out, right? Beautiful day out. We went for a little ride around Trenton and, and the Ewan community. And yeah. Just got to sightsee a little bit. Just uh, It's like, what, 70 degrees? Like 70 out today. It's supposed a little to be chill, 70. Yeah. Like 70 degrees with like a little chill. So, yeah. pretty cool day. Just getting to kick it. Hang out with my man Brandon right here. Having, yeah. Having a good time. Yes, so, sir. Yes. <laughs> but, um, as always. As always, again, his Cape Not Yours podcast is a podcast. Uh, we talk about real life issues, real yes. life people, um, dealing with uh, Christian values, you know, yes. how to grow and mold mm-hmm. with Jesus, you know. And uh, before we get started, uh, we're going to, of course, pray in. Uh, I'll be doing that. So, uh, whoever you're at, bow your head, close your eyes. Uh, Dearly Father, uh, we thank you for this opportunity that you've given us uh, where we can speak and use this platform. Uh, we pray that it is used to expand your kingdom and to uh, plant some seeds where they may need to be grown, Lord. Uh, we pray that um, you can just guide us and uh, be with us as we uh, discuss these topics that we have prepared for today. Um, we ask that it be for the uh, betterment of uh, not just um, the people around us, but also for us as well, so that we can grow in you as well, um, and then get that much closer to you, and be that much better for everybody else around us, Lord, and pray you just spread that, spread that, be be like a, like a sprinkler, just all over, all over, help everybody, um, that inspire everybody, um, so that they can accomplish what you have put in their will uh, to do, and to um, definitely fulfill their purpose in uh, in your kingdom, Lord. Um, we ask all these things in your precious name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All Let's right. Let's do this. So, um, this week's topic, you know, we're going to kind of go into really is just going to be centered around, uh, you know, careers and, you know, purpose. You know, I know at this age, you know, we, me, myself and Joseph, you know, we're in like the, you know, mid 20 you know, getting towards late 20 area. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I know a lot of you guys and uh, the listeners um, maybe are maybe in that same age group where, you know, you're trying to figure out what you want to do in your life. You know, you're still trying to get your feet planted, you know, figuring out what it is that, you know, God has for you mm-hmm. um, or just what maybe um, is set up for you just in general. Um, you know, um, I'll start off with myself. Uh, right now, I currently work at Bank of America um, you know, finance, um, working with money and in, in different um, retirement accounts personally is what I do uh, on a regular basis. But um, I know definitely, you know, I've had I've had struggles over the year, just try, over the years, just trying to make sure, you know, that this is what God wants me to do. You know what I mean, Joe? This is, mm-hmm. um, and just trying to figure out, you know, is this where I'm best served? You know, is this where I'm serving at my best? You know, because um, I feel like with with Jesus, you know, the the when you're living with Christ, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, trying to make sure that you're providing a service, right? In a way, you know, I know I am, but is that bringing out the best in me that God has prepared? You know, is that bringing is that is me being in that environment going to bring out the best God in me in a way? Uh, what about you? Where, where are you yeah. at right now? So where I'm at is, uh, <clears throat> I actually I graduated from a school called. Pillar College, uh, which was in North New Jersey, and uh, I had a degree in psychology and counseling. And actually what sparked an interest for me in getting involved in psychology uh, was, you know, I I used to, back when I was in in high school, I did actually have some anger issues. And so I took on psychology because I wanted to know myself, like, why am I always so angry? Why am I always upset? How come if someone looks at me the wrong way or whatnot, I get upset and I want to do something because I'm upset and how 
how you you looked at me or whatnot. And so I took up psychology thinking that, well, I'll be able to better understand myself. And as I went through psychology, sitting in some of the classes and hearing a lot of the different theories and whatnot, um, you know, I always felt like the theories were speaking directly to me. And sometimes I remember sitting in the back of the classroom, just like crying, like, wow, like this information, like no wonder I'm upset about this. And no wonder, you know, I, I act like this or I react or respond like this because of these certain things. And so I just, I felt like when I was in high school, Brandon can attest to this, that I've, I've always had like some kind of calling on my life to end up being like a, a, a speaker of some sort, um, to be a communicator. Uh, but I didn't really, I was never the type of person that was like trying to open up doors for myself or like I never tried to like make things happen for myself. I said, well, look, this is God's will for me to become a communicator in some sort, whether that's a pastor, an evangelist or what have you, um, then he's going to open up that door. I'm not going to have to do that. So I said, well, for right now, I'm just going to go for psychology because I, this is something I love. Right. I'm going to study this. Right. And, you know, and then as I went to school for psychology, um, I then took an interest in counseling. So my degree was in psychology and counseling. Tried all different types of jobs from I've done corrections in prison. I've worked in different group home facilities and juvenile detention centers. So he's uh, led you a, that led you a couple different Yeah, so I had a lot of different experiences within my career field that I was pursuing at the time. And as I was kind of going through that season of my life, uh, I guess, like, for me, I just decided, well, hey, I think at some point in time I'm called to be a communicator of the gospel at some point. But right now, I just, I don't... I don't see any opportunity for that. I'm not going to go make a door open for myself. So I'm just going to focus on setting goals, realistic, attainable, uh, reasonable goals where I'm at right now. True. And that's what I did. And I just put wrote down a three to five year plan on my life and where I see myself within my career. And I was open. I was open to change. Like, okay, I might end up, you know, becoming a therapist in psychology or might end up becoming a psychologist uh, that publishes and, you know, research and stuff like that. But if, if I have another path, if another door opens for me that I see is better for me, then I'm going to pursue that. But for right now, this is where I'm going to focus. I think and you so, made a good point with that. Like it's getting that five year plan together and then also having an open mind. Cause that's, a, I think that's a lot of people lack sometimes too, is like, once you get a plan or a goal in mind, like it has to be this yeah. or it's not fulfilling whatever the purpose is. Mm-hmm. But I think when you um, definitely grow with, with Christ, right, he's, he's sometimes going to lead you in different directions. Yes. And to your point, you had the different jobs. Like you say you work at a corrections facility. Obviously, that wasn't where you probably were meant to be forever. Mm-hmm. But that was a season of your life that yes. contributed to where you are right now yes. or where you're headed, yes. you know. And I think that's one thing that we also we always got to make sure that we're um, bringing out in people is like, hey, you know, you have certain jobs right now that you may be working. And, you know, obviously we have mm-hmm. to be realistic because we have to survive, mm-hmm. you know, uh, given the you know economy and everything like that. But just know that it's not the end goal, you know, um, to, yeah. and it's and I think when we when we get disappointed and discouraged with ourselves sometimes with that. I think we're also putting an like an end goal in the back of our head subconsciously because we're like, oh, this is the end goal. Right. Like this is where this is where it ends, and it's just like if you have that mentality of this is not where it ends, I think that can get you through. Like, you know, when you got to take certain pathways that maybe you didn't think that God was gonna give you give to you. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, who would have thought? You know, again, like. In high school, you would have never thought you would have been working at like a corrections facility. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Absolutely like, not. But you never know what what life is going to bring to. And and some wisdom to share from from my experience with that is 
um, you know, life never, I, this is this is what I've learned practically through life. Like with me and Brandon, we both have a spiritual base, but we like to be real as possible. One of the things I realized is that, yes, you can create a three to five year plan. It does not, I repeat, it does not mean that everything that you wrote down on that sheet of paper is necessarily going to come to pass within three or five years or whatever happened. But what happens is when that happens, my question to you is, how are you going to respond in those situations? Are you going to be willing to roll with the punches when there are certain circumstances in life that are opposing what your desires are? Right. We're not saying don't have a plan. Wherever you're at, have a plan. Um, but when when things hit the fan in life or when rubber meets the road and you're on a different block, a different street, a different environment or arena than what you foresaw five years prior, mm -hmm. how are you going to respond? Are you going to be the type of person that you're just going to stay stagnant and you're not going to do anything? Or are you going to are you going to just roll with the punches and you're going to create new goals as you go? And I'm going to give an actual example of that for myself, because, mm -hmm. again, like I was on a path of trying to pursue a degree in psychology and right. counseling and then go from that to becoming a licensed therapist. Right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a man named Darren Shelburne, mm. who's now my supervisor in Young Life, yeah. he reached out to me and uh, he asked me to consider doing some some urban work, some ministry work uh, in, a, in a small town city by the name of Salem City, New Jersey. Right. And, uh, and I remember at the time, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, well, you know, I've been working with inner city kids for some time now. Uh, and based off of where I'm at, the job I had, I was a little unfulfilled in a sense uh, right. because of just all the drama that came with the work that I had. Right. And I was trying to actually exit out of work, working with youth, believe it or not. And then, so he's coming to me like, oh, look, I think it's a great youth. idea. Yeah. Like, I see that you've been working with kids. Yeah. You're, you're great with this. But how about we channel that into like an actual mm. direct ministry experience right. versus when you're going to a jail or you're going to a group home facility right. and working with these kids. Right. And so... I thought about it. I'm like, okay, this situation, the, the, you know, the, the package and everything, it sounds like it's good, but it does not mean that it's God. Right. So I took some time mm. to pray, and then the circumstances led me to now working for an organization by the name of Young Life, which is a Christian outreach organization where we try to present the gospel um, in a relational way to every kid, uh, you know, with the message of Jesus Christ. But I say that to say is that, like, I had no idea that I was going to end up working for Young Life. No I idea. thought, right? I, I thought, like, years prior that, yo, like, I'm going to end up in a couple years with my master's degree and a license in psychology and counseling maybe a couple years past that I'm too mm. maybe a couple years past that I'm going to end up with some type of doctorate degree yeah. then I'm going to be publishing research and this and that and like speaking at different places right. and as right. a psychologist like right. that's that was the goal I had for myself right um and so here's a couple of of, of, of things that from our conversation that me and Brandon we we have uh, that we want to be able to give to you to help you um, in whatever life path or journey that you're on right now. These are just a couple points of wisdom that we would love to share with you to help you uh, jumpstart. If you're having questions as far as where, what career um, am I supposed to do? What, what what path am I supposed to take? Like what 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 job am I supposed to take? Okay. Yeah. So before we do that, though, okay. I definitely um, want to if if I want to phone a friend um, okay. who's definitely can attest to just being in that situation. I know she's coming out of that you know right now um you know um her name is her name is cheyenne you know she's one of my one of my friends i've uh, been friends for a long time but she definitely uh has had a situation like that where you know she she maybe took a path that maybe she wasn't prepared for but it honestly it honestly has made her a better person uh made it better than what she was maybe thought it was going to be so uh that being said let me uh let me, let me give her a call real quick
Hey, Cheyenne. Hey, how are you? I'm good, I'm hey, good. Cheyenne. How you doing, girl? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey. So I uh, want to thank you for thank you for picking up. Um, you know, uh, I know I let you made you aware um, of us recording. Um, but, you know, we were uh, just on the topic of just talking about, you know, careers. And, you know, sometimes maybe you might be led in different areas that maybe God's calling you. And then there's sometimes where maybe there's something that may be like a financial opportunity that may not necessarily be something that God wants you to, you know, go towards. So, can you um, share a little bit about your experience when, you know, maybe you were in that situation and you had to make that career decision? Okay, sure, guys. I think I agree with what you're saying. So, um, I went to school, I went to my university with, with you, Brandon, as you know, and for your listeners out there. Um, I went to school for TV and radio. I kind of wanted to get to the TV industry, but somehow I was led into advertising. So, you know, I started as a media buyer and I wasn't making that much money that I needed. And as you know, when you first come out of college, you know, student loans start to kick in. You know, you have your health insurance to pay for a car notes. It just becomes really real. So after a while, I'm like, you know what? I was like praying about it for a little bit. And I got the opportunity to like hop into like another company. And even though it paid me just about double the amount that I was making at my first job, it was strenuous. And like right now, I think you can like witness and testify to that. Like it was really a spiritual warfare for me. Like to the point where I was becoming sick, you know, going to my job. It was, it was a lot. And even though it was a financial, a financial gain spiritually, I was like, I feel like I was losing at the time. But I will say this now, like after going through it and, and you know, I'm getting out of it, I definitely grew stronger in my faith. But it just led me to, you know, to know that sometimes the grass is always green on the other side. But um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, they definitely appreciate that. It's it's we you know it's like we I know we've had a lot of conversations about that, and you know would be would they're looking back at it in hindsight, you know, was there anything that you would consider maybe like before taking that certain opportunity, you know, even if it was, you know, maybe financially, um, you know, uh, benefiting, do you think that maybe you would think about it maybe in a different light now looking at in hindsight? Yes, definitely. I would definitely pray about it more. And I know, you know, being a Christian is Christian faith that just because just like God hears your prayers, just like God hears your prayers, that was your praise as well. So it's just knowing, you know, discernment and making sure you hear that call from God before you hop in, like, you know, hop to the other side. So definitely next time, if I put a position where it has to do with my finances, my money, or my spiritual well-being, definitely praying, you know, seeking counsel from my pastor, or even, like, you know, talking to my Christian friends like you and a couple other friends that we have in common, and um, just praying about it ahead of time and asking more questions and going into the interviews with, you know, more questions and looking at my surroundings because I was obviously, like, with the job I just left, I missed all the signs because I was just so, well, I'll put it, I'll be, like, blunt. I was just so money hungry I'm like oh great yeah I'm making a lot more money I'm basically double I'm just gonna do it but not looking at like oh wow these people look miserable when they come here and now that like you know I'm out of the situation like wow I kind of like I missed all the signs ahead of time but definitely prayed about it more and not just hopping on the first opportunity that presents itself to me yeah Mm, that's real yeah yeah definitely yeah we you know we appreciate that that insight you know definitely because a big thing is you know a lot of times that we're put in situations is money or fulfilling what God has planned for us. And it's sometimes hard to do that when, you know, there's a lot of distractions we got around us sometimes. You know, we see things that we really want. Other opportunities that seem greater. Right, exactly. What's best for you. Exactly. In the moment. In the moment, right, mm-hmm. right. And, you know, but these moments, you know, definitely, um, as Cheyenne just attested to, you know, uh, can definitely be there for your growth. You know, it's it's not meant to be here forever. It's, the only, it's only meant for that season. 
Um, and we're definitely, definitely glad that, you know, you were able to navigate yourself, you know, out of that situation. So you're not suffering spiritually because that definitely comes first, you know, um, in anything. You know, of course, walking with uh, with Christ, you know, we got to make sure that we're maintaining our spirit with him at all times. So but uh, appreciate you, you know, coming on. Uh, appreciate you giving that um, that uh, uh, testimony, you know, because that's going to be a powerful for uh, some. I'm sure some of our listeners out there. So we appreciate it. You know, I'll definitely uh, talk to you in a little bit. Um, but thank you for, you know, answering and uh, giving your testimony on that. Of course, anytime. All right. You take care. You have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye but yeah, um, but yeah, like that was just another, again, just to give you guys another opportunity, another opportunity to see that, you know, it affects, it's not just me and Joey that's think that are thinking like this, you know, mm-hmm. this, this is affecting more people than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that brings us back to the point that Joey had, you know, we had a couple points we wanted to go over with you guys as far as, you know, advising you and kind of just getting you thinking in the right direction, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes down to making the right career decisions and being mindful of things that come with you working in today's world, you know? So what were those things that yeah, you Yeah, so had? the first thing is, is it's kind of bouncing off of uh, what Cheyenne and Brandon were just talking about, about not going after just money or an opportunity because, yo, you get all these benefits and it just seemed good. Yo, I'm going to be set and secure if I go with this opportunity. But the first point is to actually do the things that you love. It's, it's really that simple. Instead of pursuing something that's like going to be more... Um, cushiony you know for for you an experience uh, right and just like lucrative when it comes to finances you want to find something that you actually enjoy doing because i found that you can be working a job where you're making a lot of money and you have good benefits um and you know i'm not to not to knock your experiences and you know some of us definitely do need money but as far as the the overall end all be all end goal should never be well i'm doing this because i want money because you could be working a job where you're making a lot of money but you're miserable every single day you're going to work you hate your job but you're making a lot of money but you hate your job and so that's the, the first goal the first step is really that simple is to do what you love to do and i love i was listening to a, a clip from will smith and he was talking about the distinction between doing what you love versus uh mm. you know making money and one of the things i did he see said, that video yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. one of the things he said in that video was when you do the things that you love to do, all of a sudden the things that that you love to do will find its way to bring in money, will generate money to support what you love to do. But the first step for you, which is Brandon was saying this morning as we were we were talking and we were cruising around, was the first step is to just try. Is to to take that first step. That's right. gonna be the hardest yeah. step. But you just it's that simple of you just stepping out to find what you love to do. And if you're someone that's that's saying, well, I really don't know what I love to do. Mm-hmm. The first step to that is trying different things, taking what we call healthy, controlled risk, yep. trying different jobs. That's what I did when I was going through school. I tried different jobs and knowing that, okay, I wasn't going to be at McDonald's forever. Or I wasn't going to be doing corrections forever, or I wasn't going to be working in a group home or in an office forever, but I was taking, I was building my character. I was allowing certain experiences to shape me and to help me see what I actually wanted to do. There's always life. a bigger it's, purpose. It's, it's always a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. And then here's the second point that ties a just talked about that right last week this, too. Is this? Yeah. Is sometimes some of us might be feeling like, well, um, I feel that this is only for for those who you feel like God is calling you to do something specific, mm-hmm. but you have a love for something else, and you're like, well, this doesn't even make sense because what I'm gifted in and what I actually love to do, I feel like this is this is a, a, they're they're a di- it's a dichotomy. They just they contradict. They don't work together. Well. There are times in life when God has called us to something that he knows we don't necessarily love or prefer, 
But it's in those seasons where we call this deferred gratification, where we have to set aside the things we love to do in order for us to in really those grow. seasons yeah. to grow, for our characters to, to mature. Because the thing that you may be desiring may be good for you, mm -hmm. but right now may not be best for you because you just may not be ready for that. And so I, mm -hmm. always, I want you to always remember this, that every season in your life has a reason. Yeah. Every season in your life, it has a reason. Yes. And so all you have to do is not try to figure it out, but discover the reason for that season that God has. And so that's what we mean by, you know, when you're, you could be in a place where you feel like you're in a career path um, that you didn't expect to happen in your life or you didn't expect for you to walk through a particular door. Just know that it's okay, that that's normal. It happens to most people. There are a lot of people who went to school for something for a particular career and they didn't end up landing a job in that career, maybe because it was an opportunity at the time or you just weren't ready yet for that opportunity. And I just want you to know that it's okay and wherever you are, make the best out of whichever situation you're in, whatever job you land, whatever demographic you're a part of, whatever location you're in make the best out of where you are knowing and understanding that something greater and matter of fact I don't even want to say that something greater is going to happen later but where you are at now is great and it's valuable there's a purpose it can, behind there's it. a purpose behind it yeah. and it can build you up to be ready for the thing that your heart truly loves yeah no yeah agreed I I, I mean I think I'm a def I'm definitely at this point in my life a walking testimony when it comes to that I mean I got into finance three three or four years ago straight out of school um, didn't expect myself to be there. I went to school for marketing, you know, and I mean, ended up in finance. I mean, obviously, all kind of ties in with one another in some way, shape, or form with the business background. But um, I definitely have had moments over the years where I've kind of asked myself, like, is I, I don't think this is where is this? Like, I question myself because two things that I take into consideration are one is just me fulfilling God's purpose for my life. You know, I always pray about that and. Really, I think God's planted some other seeds in me, you know, um, to do other things. But also, I'm at this this place in the road where it's like, you know, Brandon, if you want to pursue something and you really want to go hard for it, when are you going to drop the thing that you know is holding you back in a way? Um, and that's not to say, like, you know, I have to make an irrational decision, you know, and, like, quit my job and just... You know, go out and just maybe do something that I don't want that I don't even have a plan for. But at this point, it's like, when's that? When's that cutoff point going to be for me? You know what I mean? And um, but I'm also in that same space where the second part of it is, I'm finding that in my job, I have areas where there there is a purpose involved. It's not just me just you know being behind the scenes. Like I I, I now in my job now. Before I my before my job like last year and you know when I first started I didn't get to talk to clients directly like you know but nowadays I get to talk to clients directly when they need to take money out for whatever purpose it is for or they need to kind of shuffle some things around on their accounts for whatever reason um, all my business folks you know y'all might know what I'm talking about but um, in those moments I found situations where like I I was because of my personality. And because, you know, I'm able to speak to people, you know, a little bit better sometimes or easier to speak with, um, I've definitely gotten, you know, good feedback off of that. And I feel like a lot of my, you know, colleagues sometimes maybe don't necessarily get that all the time or maybe I'm not hearing it, um, you know, but, you know, I've had that happen. And that sometimes has kind of showed me that, hey, you know what, this might not be where I want you at. Mm -hmm. You know, this is God talking. This no matter where I want you at, but while you're here, you're going to do something to make an impact. Yeah. 
And also, could you speak a little bit about like your passion to work with youth yeah. and then how you can see, foresee some of these experiences uh, with you working in the financial department, building you and preparing you for the even the, the work that you're, you yeah. have started doing with young people now? Yeah. So, um, you know, last recently I joined church, of course, like, you know, and I'm getting involved, starting to get involved with some different youth groups. You know, um, we had a couple meetings recently, um, but I've also, you know. Just at the job, again, it's about having, I think it's about having understanding. My job forces me to kind of have understanding because we, ha- we are in a situation, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I, I on my job, have to do, um, you know, reviews on accounts. Like if somebody says, I want to take out money, I got to be understanding and see, okay, what we can work with. You know, if they're asking for $1,000, maybe we can meet in the middle and do 600 You know what I mean? Like, you know, as an example. But um, understanding and patience are two different things, or the two things, the main things when working with youth that I'm definitely new to me you know uh those of you who do know me um i can have uh i can be sometimes not the most patient person in the world um but you know it's definitely this job you know i'm in now is grooming me for that aspect so i can use that i'm thinking you know when i'm working with youth and things of that nature um actually this this week i actually did a volunteer event um at the uh, elementary school right up the street from my from my apartment here in ewing and um you know we were teaching the kids about basically how to run a business um, but you got to interact with kids, you know, you got to, you know, get to, you know, see how they think about, you know, business world and things of that nature. Of course, have a little fun with it. You know, you're not going to just be in there just talking all business the whole time. But, you know, um, they the, the bank has given me opportunities to where I can do that. Um, I've done it three. That's three times I did it uh, since I've been with the company. So, I mean, those have been opportunities where if I didn't work for the bank, you know, I probably wouldn't have been involved mm-hmm. you know so um again like work with what you got yes. you know what i mean uh if yes. if you're in a job you know you see that there's a need to do maybe something maybe within the community in some way shape or form then you know get that initiative started it's always about like joey and um and will smith are alluding to it's always that first step it's that first step you know what i'm saying you um you know try to do something different step out step out your comfort zone um i think that's what i think i think that's what i've noticed with god and the way if if you know for all my for all my folks that have a relationship with him and is that when he's calling you to do something it's going to require some way shape sacrifice. or form of sacrifice yes. or you being uncomfortable with it yes. and when you when you feel a little bit uncomfortable I'm not saying that that's with everything in your life that you know makes you uncomfortable I'm not sitting here saying that if you're around your friends and you're uncomfortable ah probably not the best thing <laughs> but um like as far as like a career or a job you know if if it's forcing you to get out your comfort zone but it's not harming you that could be something that's leading you to maybe fulfilling a purpose that God has seen that's void that you need to fill. Um, so, you know, that's that's what I have, you know, in my particular situation right now as it stands. But um, I have some, um, you know, some scriptures that I want to bring to light when you guys are thinking about, you know, what decision you want to make as far as your career goes. Um, so the first one I have here is uh, is Matthew, um, cha- Matthew uh, chapter six. Verse 33, um, that one stands out a lot to me. And what and what that says here, if Seek I can get to that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all, all of these things will be added, added unto you. you. So what does that mean? What does that mean, Joey? That means, that means when you're doing these things in your life, you know, whether it's working at a bank, whether it's working at McDonald's, whether it's working at a Burger King or whatever, working at the mall, retail. Make sure that you're seeking to serve whatever God's purpose is. So if you're around people, serve. 
and serve with a smile. It's not to, and we're not, and I'm not saying serve like to serve, serve with a smile like your company's slogans are telling you. I'm talking about you serving with a smile and saying, "Wow, I'm giving, I'm giving a replication of what God looks like." That's what I'm. That's what I'm here to do. And if you, I think if you do that and put that mentality and pray about it, you know, you can, you can definitely make a difference. You know, you because we, like we said last week, remember we said last week, you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. You never know who, who's coming into wherever you're at and needs to have that need. And that includes your career decision as well mm-hmm. and where your place of employment is. Yeah, that's real. You know? And I'll, I'll say this too. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, this this quote or this saying is not from me. So I want to be very honest with you in that. And I'm not going to make it come off like I came up with this. But I love listening to some of Will Smith's inspirational talks. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he said in his video was that his grandmother actually instilled the necessity for him to make sure that in whatever he did in his life, wherever he worked or whatever he did and his passions, that he always found time to make sure that he's making other people's lives better. And he goes on to say that if he's not doing his job to make sure that other people's lives are becoming better from his work, Mm -hmm. then he's wasting his time. And Mm so I actually live by that principle of trying to make sure that whatever I do, me and Brandon both, we try to live by that principle of making sure that Yo, listen, there's more to life than just you. 110%. In fact, there's a, there's a, there's a theologian, uh, his name is uh, Chuck Swindle. He says this, that 90% of what you go through is not even for you. Only 10% of, of what you go through said is for la- you. You said that yeah, last yeah, week. Yep, 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 and yep. I'm just going to repeat mm-hmm. myself again this week. But 90% wow, of what you, you go through is, is actually, for, <laughs> actually for, for other people. And so I just want you to kind of think about that a lot. You know, because the gifts that you have. The things that God has blessed you with, the talents and the skill set that He's given you, is not just to serve yourself, mm-hmm. but it's meant to serve other people. And then that was me and Brandon were talking about this earlier about like how yeah. it's like if you're if you're a, a barber, um, yeah, you can cut other people's hair, but if you just try to focus on cutting your own hair, the, you're you're only getting one angle of your hair. You can't get to the back of your head if you want to get a clean, fresh cut. It's going to be you off of your own go, understanding, right? It's going to be from your own perspective, yeah. your own understanding. So you have to get outside of your box and you have to go into a barbershop or or hairdresser to allow someone else who's gifted to allow that gift to serve you. So that's just one practical way of how your gifts are not were not just yeah. intended to serve only you, but they're intended to serve. Others. And I like how that. So and I, that gets me to my next my next point, which is going to be about purpose. Your purpose is not defined by a job. Yes. So that means that, for example, I could be working. I could have. I so it. when I was in, so I'll give I you, I'll it. give y'all a story. I was in, when I was in um, college, I worked uh, two jobs, right? I worked um, an internship at Morgan Stanley. Y'all might know that organization. It's a financial company, another financial company. Um, I was doing an internship with them um, summer of my, summer before my sophomore year, mm-hmm. um, or junior year rather, so, uh, summer before my junior year in college. And while I was doing that, I did that three days a week. The other two days of the week, guess where I was at? I was working at a horse farm. Two completely different spectrums here we're talking about. One dirty, one clean. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm coming in with a clean cut, with a with a shirt and tie on. You yeah, know, he's picking up horse And then the next day, I'm like, well, I wasn't doing all that. I was just doing... <laughs> I was just doing the maintenance. They, they, I'm letting the biologist take out, take care of all that. But <laughs> I was just doing a little maintenance, you know, cutting grass, all that good stuff. But still, the the point is two different sides of the spectrum. But I was able to have an impact on both of them, where both of them were basically. I, I had my my uh, financial advisor I worked for. He said, "Yo, Brandon, I like your energy. I like how you're very passionate about what you're doing. You bring in a different understanding, different perspective to the table that I never thought of. You know, mm-hmm. at the time, that's what he told <clears throat> told me." And then, you know, my supervisor at the horse farm, whatever, 
they were like, yo, Brandon, I appreciate you, you know, your effort, you know, you, everything I've asked you to do, you've done without complaining and you've, cause I was working with a lot of like, they were kind of like early college, high school kids that were kind of with me as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was like, yo, I appreciate, you know, cause that's setting an example for the people. Like, again, it's teaching you that your purpose doesn't have a line to it. You're not limited within your purpose. God is what defines you and what gives you your purpose. The job does not do that. Exactly. Um, you know, so if you go into a job thinking that that's going to give you your purpose, you're dead wrong. You gotta, you gotta have that's within that's within the you. The job doesn't define you. Exactly. Your job doesn't you're, define you. You're not called to a job, and I think we talked about this last week. Yeah. You're called to God. Yes. He's called you to Himself, not just to a particular career. So your your title does will never define you. I don't care if you're a musician. I don't care if you're a great speaker somewhere. I don't care if you're a manager of a company. Mm -hmm. No matter where you work, your job will never define you. Only Jesus. Defines yes. A hundred and ten percent. And then so then that leads me to the next point. Next point in the question, basically, it's our question of the day, if you will, is so what's more important? you know, is more important to make money or to fulfill God's purpose. And question is, what is your life showing? When you think about, when you think about your life and, you know, the different, um, you know, things that you've done over your life. Cause I know, for, I want to, let me say this too, that whatever job that you work, that takes up probably we'll say about 80% of your time throughout the week, 75, 80% of your time. So where where that if that's where you're at 70 75 to 80 percent of the time then you want to make sure that that's a place where you can have the opportunity for your gifts that god has given you to be brought and if you're not in that environment because i remember cheyenne when we just had her on earlier she was in that situation when she was at her job that she told me about i know she didn't go too much into detail about it but you know when she was at her job she wasn't getting the best brought out of her because the people that was that she worked around the people that she surrounded herself with just like your friends just like your your, your homies your family all that if the people that you surround yourself with on a regular basis are not you know what i mean good for you, are not good not for you for the not, you're trying to take th then you're going to suffer from that mm -hmm. like she alluded to when she said even though i was making more money but my purpose wasn't being fulfilled and my spirit exactly. was being lost because I was constantly around that type of energy. Exactly. So that's another thing to consider when we talk about this question is what's more important to make money or fulfill God's purpose? Because because I, I think the thing is you got to look at it, obviously, on each side, you know, the benefit is one, you're making money. The other side is you're fulfilling God's purpose. But you got to look at the consequences that come with, each, with both of those as well. Yeah, I'm going to speak some truth right real quick. And I'm going to give a testimony that I don't want any, you know, sob stories for this or anything. And, and you know, I'm just speaking this because this is just real. Uh, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I was on this ambitious path to, like, become a psychologist. And I put in a lot of work. I used to overwork myself, work a lot of hours that was very unhealthy at a young age. And, though, you know, I respect the grind and the ambition. But sometimes the things I did to, to get to a place when I realized, looking back at it, I wasn't getting anywhere any faster by me doing more. Mm, um, that's a good point. Unhealthy. I like but that. But real quick, yeah. but I want to share this, is that I realized that I cut a lot of people off because it was just like I was so focused on my grind. And one of those people that I failed to, like, really connect with a lot was uh, my little brother, Vinny, mm -hmm. who passed this past summer. Wow, And yeah. um, I remember, you know, like, I'd be thinking, I'd see, like, what he's doing, and my sisters and stuff would talk about him. He lived, in, you know, um, in North Carolina. Carolina, and like, yo, Vinny is really doing his thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like getting excited and thinking in my mind, wow, like I really need to reach out to this dude. I really need to check up on him. I need to see how he's doing. I'm so, tell him I'm so proud of him, whatnot. And I remember I was just in my mind like, but I'm busy. I got things to do. I'm on my grind. And I would just keep like working so hard. And then all of a sudden, one day I just get a phone call from my sister saying, Joey, 
yo, Vinny got shot and killed in his apartment. Mm. He's dead. And and then it made me think like, wow, wow, I spent too much, so much of my time all over the place, like trying to thinking that I'm trying to, I'm becoming successful. I'm doing all these different things, but I failed to take out time to acknowledge Vinny. Yeah. And I took out, I, I failed to take out time to invest in people. And so what so, that did so was that, 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 so that, 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 ex, that experience for me, it taught me one, that success in life is not always about you gaining anything that's material because those things die away. Like you can't take, you can't take a house with you or a car with you or a bank statement with you yeah. when you die, right? Mm, yeah, the correct. only value that you have is the life that you invested in when you die. So mm. what that taught me was instead of me being so so selfishly driven to try to create a, a career that will build myself, I need to take out time to make sure that in whatever I'm doing, whatever season I'm in in life, yeah. that I'm taking out time to make sure that I'm investing in, in relationships and enjoying people's right. lives because people are more valuable than a career. People are more valuable than any type of project that is tangible, but it's not human-like. Mm. It's They're more valuable than, than those things. And I had to go through losing him to realize that, that that's actually what takes precedence. And so if, back to the point earlier, if God, just so calls you to be in a particular place at a particular time that's outside of what you think that you love, could it be, think about this, could it be that he has you there because there is a person that's valuable that God needs you to reach and only you, he knows that he's giving you a certain skill set, right. you a certain word off your tongue, or mm -hmm. you, you, he's giving you a certain energy that people, uh, they gravitate towards you and knowing that that person will change or that person's life will be impacted because he puts you in that place and so our, our only hope for this conversation is one, that you'll have clarity as far as where is God calling you. You have some greater sense of that. And then two, you'll be able to see the value of people's lives and, and seeing how relationships and leadership development and things of, along along those lines are really, uh, really what's going to make any career pursuit, any goal that you have for yourself attainable and sustainable. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that that's. I mean, that's big. That's. I mean, I I didn't know you felt that way about that. I mean, because but definitely, you know, I I think that that's important just to make sure that you're impacting people because I like what you said is you can't take these things that you gain off of the monetary value that you have now. You can't take none of that with you. Exactly. I mean, and if you can you can leave it, you know, obviously for for people that come generations beyond um, beyond you, but it's just like. I've always said this too with money, right? Money, money can only go as long as where your where your mind goes as well, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because you can give like with these charities and things like that. You can give people money. You can help. You can give them something of monetary value. But if they're not using it the right way, then it's it's a it's a detriment, right? Because it can be a detriment just as much it can be a benefit. So why not start with giving purpose? Before anything else, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Why not start with changing whatever purpose that you have and, you know, get that put together before we can even before we even get started on trying to figure out how to get this money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I think and I know it's hard in this society. You know, nowadays it's just, you know, let, let me get that money first and then that'll 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 be at least take place of whatever other problems I have, you know, so at least I'll be I, I can say I'm not at the right place mentally, but I'm not broke, though. I can say I'm, I'm I'm mentally scarred, but I'm not, but I'm not broke though. You know what I mean? But and and that's we got to change that narrative because it's just as important. If you don't feel, if you don't have a, a fulfillment or a purpose in your life, that is the that is my biggest fear. Is that 
you know, you make all this money, you do all these things, all these experiences, but you never fulfill your purpose. If you want to ask me what my biggest fear is other than other than God himself, that's what my fear is. And, you know, for me personally, and I'm encouraging everybody else to do this as well that's listening, you know, seek, again, like we said, Matthew 6.33, seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And wait, pause right there before we go on to any other point. I wanted to comment on this earlier when you said something about seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? When, when in doubt, whenever you're in a situation where you're trying to figure out what you need to do with your life, what direction you want to go in, pause. Take a moment to pause and pray mm-hmm. and talk to God and ask God where he wants you to be. There is nothing wrong with seeking God's counsel before you make any decision right. with your life. There's a story in the Bible. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but there's a story where there's a king who uh, he was being attacked, his land and his people, they were being attacked by a group of enemies. They were coming to try to destroy them. And the first thing that this man did as a king, he had everybody in that city, in that town, rally together, come together and say, Listen, we're going to see God's face on this first. We're going to pray. And when they went to God, they said, God, listen, we need your help because we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. How humbling is that? That he, a king took out time before he responded and said, look, we got people that... And he has away. all the authority. He has all the authority. Mm-hmm. He has people that are saying, look, we're going to come and kill you guys. And instead of him saying, yo, let's 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 strap up. Let's get together. Yeah. We're going to go out there and we're going to battle this out. He took out time to stop and to pray. Where in your life, let me ask you this, where in your life do you need to take out time to stop and pray and to seek God's counsel before you make any career mm. decision? That's what anything, to be honest with you. And that's and that's great. You know what I mean? It's 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 crazy how much we get so caught up with our lives and see, we get lost we get so focused on trying to serve our own purpose that we forget that it's God's purpose. God's purpose. It's not his purpose. It's not, history, right. his story, his, his story. purpose, right. his glory. Because the thing is, and I think sometimes if we think is like Outside looking in, like, for, and I know sometimes, I know I used to think this before I even really got saved and really got involved, even when I was in high school, I used to think, if I step into this, they're going to bring out, they're going to bring out some things that, are, that I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I go to church and when I get around people that talk about God and talk about what he needs to, what he can do for me and pray and me praying for him, I'm going to be in something that I never even, like, thought about. Mm-hmm. So how's that going to work for me if, I, if I'm not prepared for that? But it's like, take that step because you know why? What's the, the 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 worst situation that could happen to you is is that you get into that you get into church and something happens completely different. But you know why? You know what the worst thing is? Worst worst thing is that's all that happens. But you got God with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather do go through any challenge in my life exactly. knowing that yes. I have God yes. to turn to to look for counsel because you got. When you have all these people on this planet, right? Everybody has all different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. We understand that, you know, and it's not bad to seek. Maybe some wisdom from people that you know have been through certain situations, but that doesn't compare to what God has for you. Because even as me and Joey speak, I understand that he has his own purpose that he has to live. Right. I have my own purpose that I have to live through. And, you know, as much as I, I, I listen to him, I always go. We always have to seek God first. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we have to understand, because they not let social media, not let other people's stories um, sway our stories so much that we feel like we're not accomplishing anything because we see what yeah, other people have reaped. Right? Because yeah. you see, all you're seeing when you see the social media stuff, you're seeing the end. You're seeing the end, end benefit. Result. You don't see the hours that people put yeah. in. You yeah. don't see yeah. the sacrifices that they put. In. You don't see when they were uncomfortable when they took that first step. One of my other friends, I want to shout out, give a shout out to, is Malia. I went to college with her. 
as well. Uh, I just recently, she recently just kind of revealed to, to me that she just moved out to California. Okay. I had no idea. Um, but she, you know, um, started up like her own like hair care business. I know her, uh, her uh, significant other boyfriend, or I don't know if they're even got to Engage that. Engaged. I don't know that, but I know that's her boyfriend. He's doing like fitness and they just took a leap of faith and just moved out there and just started doing things to progress themselves and you know but like it, it looks good now because you know i've seen them you know going on trips and things like that shout out to y'all you know y'all look great and but people don't but people don't see what it took between that you know what i mean and so that's where again what what's going to be that in between for you mm-hmm. you know think about that when you're talking about making money when you're talking about fulfilling god's purpose what's that in between because with money i feel like there's only the end result there's only there's only one end result you get money and that's it that's it. That's 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 the story. He got money. Is that what you want to be written on your on your on your tombstone on your casket? He just got money. So what's your legacy gonna be? You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna leave behind? Exactly. What what are people gonna remember you by? Mm-hmm. And you know that's what I want to make sure is. I mean, obviously I want to make him make sure that it's not just my name that's being honored. I want to make sure it's God's name, Jesus' name that's being honored. You know, above all things, even this money. You know, so. Just again, shout out to you know, shout outs to you guys that are you know working these different jobs, going through these different challenges in your career, you know. And but we we just we're just here to let you know you're not alone, you know. Even even everybody's going through it, you know. So don't feel like I'm a I'm a person. I'm very critical of myself, you know, all the time. I'm like constantly asking myself, am I doing enough? You know, is this good enough? And because I'm so critical, sometimes I forget to kind of appreciate the things that I've already done and the things that God has brought me through personally. That's a personal challenge that I have uh, on a regular basis. And the more and more I think about it, the more it's just like, hey, look, as long as I did something to advance the kingdom of God today, whether that be on my day off or at my job, mm-hmm. then I'm doing something. Yes. And then you're doing something. I think that's what it boils down to. Forget majors, forget job titles. Are you doing something to advance the kingdom of God, or are you doing something to seek right, God's even kingdom? Even when you find what you love to do, are you selfishly doing that to please yourself? Right. Or are you doing that to serve God with that, right. with the thing that you love to do? Right. And that's the that's the key. And and what's and what's serving and serving God? When we mean serving God, we don't mean we don't mean like making animal sacrifices and none of that stuff. That's yeah, it's yeah, literally in the Bible. We're yeah. talking about yeah, are you are you bring are you attempting to bring out the best in people? When you see some people, exactly. maybe somebody at the job, it's maybe that's not that's not, that's not going that's not having a good day. Hey 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 Joe, um, I know I see you not having a good day, yo. Like can I help you out with something? Going above, yes. going above what you're. Some people go to go to work just to do their jobs. Other people go to work to to serve their purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Exactly. You're not there just to do a job. You're there to fulfill a purpose. Right. So we're gonna close out and uh, and some prayer. But I want you guys to always remember these few points. Is I'm just gonna reiterate them uh, just so they can sink into your heart. One, find the thing that you love to do with all your heart and do it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what that thing is, then try. Take risk. That's what me and Brandon had to do. Mm-hmm. We had to take risk until we found the thing that we love to do. And once you find it, you maximize every opportunity in the moment to build you towards that and making sure that you glorify God with that. Mm-hmm. And then two, make sure that if God has called you to do something that you do it with all your heart, with all your mind, all your strength, knowing that every season is for a reason mm-hmm. and it's going to build you for something greater, even though the season that you're in is already great. Be encouraged. And, and be encouraged. And three, here's the last point. And whatever you do, always make sure, always make sure 
that your life is intended to help to make other people's lives better. Whatever you do, it should outlive you. Yes, Always whatever you do, it should, should outlive, outlive you. you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. All right, so I'm going to close this. <laughs> Funny, man. So I'm going to close this in a word of prayer. Hey, you guys, look, me and Brandon, we love you guys so much that we take out time every Saturday to get together. Uh, and we want to just continue with these podcasts because we have real life experiences that we love to share with you uh, and wrap it up with God. Um, and we want to be able to help you, whether you're a Christian, you're non-Christian. We want to be able to take out this time just to bless you and serve you with this time. So we're going to pray for you guys. And uh, yeah. You guys yeah. have a have a great day. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. Um, you know, yeah, definitely want to reiterate that. Uh, social media page coming coming real soon. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna um when I drop the episode, uh, you guys will get the social media page so you can go follow that, keep in touch with us. Um, even like you said, um, we brought Cheyenne on today to share her personal experience. You know, if you guys have something that you would like to share, you know, again, we're all about transparency. Yes. You know, bring as real as possible. You know, human as real as possible, and you know. Again, it's not just me and Joey. But it's not just our yeah, stories. It's not a, a, a it's, us thing. Right. It's not yeah, just yeah, us. Yeah. If you want to, you know, feel like something's calling to you to share, please hit the page yeah, up. Please hit myself or Joey up directly, mm-hmm. and we'll be sure we can kind of get you incorporated in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but with that being said, you know, I'm going to let uh, Joe 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 Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We thank you, God, for today. It has been a beautiful day. The weather is so warm. Uh, God, the people are great. You are greater. And we thank you for this opportunity to be here today. God, to bring your name glory and honor and praise. God, we thank you for the fact that you've allowed our experiences to shape us so much so that we're able to have a conversation, God, with our listeners today in such a way that they're able to have clarity and direction as to where you've called them to be. God, I pray for some who may be had been confused before listening to this podcast today, that they're walking away with some sense of direction. They're walking away with an aha moment and saying, wow, I really feel that God has called me to be in this place. And now I see not just spiritually, but practically as well. uh, Now I see the path that God has laid before me. I pray that they'll take advantage of the moment. And as me and Brandon said, they'll take the first step, which is the hardest step, and they'll just run from there. But I pray God in everything that they do, uh, that they seek you in everything that they do. Mm-hmm. That they make sure 100%. that you are first yes. in their lives. They make sure that they put you before every decision and that they're not just living to make themselves great. But we want to come and make you great. We exalt you, God. We lift you high because you are the king that reigns forever and ever and evermore. So, God, we want the world to know how great you are. We want the world to know how awesome you are. And we want the world to be invited back into our family. So God, next week as we come, we pray that we come with more realness, with more truth, with more stuff that would touch people's lives with some different topics. Be praised, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With that being said, we out. I'm about to enjoy this Saturday. I don't know what you're about to do. This is H-I-S-C-A-P-E. His story, not yours. Podcast. I thought it was his cape. It was both of them, but you know, I had to, to, to throw y'all off. You know what I mean? It can't be the same way every single week. You know what I'm saying? You won't know what we're doing. I got to keep it mysterious. You know what I mean? Uh, well, while he's doing that, I'm going to have a good Saturday. I don't know what y'all doing, but. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Y'all be blessed. Have a good week. You know, be, be encouraged again. We, we we love y'all. You know, take care. Be, be encouraged. Be blessed. All that good stuff. Yeah, all that Gucci stuff. We out. Yeah, we out. We Deuce. out here. We out here.